0: America we have violence we have crime we have folks just struggling to feed their families it is really a challenging time it's tough for everyone right now but there is an opportunity to turn the tide folks are standing up in fact sort of a shining example of that one running for governor you're gonna hear from this hour and of course uh, another one taking a stand against the press and media and everything that they try to pull. Uh, uh, probably a great example you'll hear from next, right here in the Glenn Beck Program. Justin Barkley in for Glenn this morning. Is she going to be the VP? Uh, she was asked about it uh, yesterday. Carrie Lake. Well, the reporter is asking Carrie Lake whether or not she would be Trump's VP pick in the 2024. And I got to tell you, the way she handles this, she's running for governor in Arizona. She is a former uh, anchor there, TV anchor. She's just absolute, and probably because of her media experience. Very DeSantis-like. This is like the art, the... The, uh, the media martial arts, the art of jujitsu. jitsu it was brilliant. Watch how she handles this reporter yesterday.
1: Did I get question. everybody? Hey, one, one more question. Would it have you to be VP? Is that something you would consider? No. I'm, I'm, I hate, first of all, I don't like Washington, D.C., <laughs> especially don't like it now. Yeah. Um, it's funny, though, that that question is asked because for so long, many of you in the media have been trying to act like I don't have the skill to run for governor. Now, apparently, I'm so skilled that you think I should be VP. So um, I take it as a compliment. Thank you for asking. Thank you for asking. Have, for asking. You, talked, have oh, you talked to
2: Donald Trump about
1: it? I talk to President Trump all the time, and I have not talked to him about that now. I'm, I am applying for the job of Arizona governor, and I'm reaching out to the people every single day. Where, where is Katie Hobbs right now? She should be standing right here right here answering your questions. How often does she talk to you? If you're MSNBC, maybe all the time, but if you want to ask her a pressing question, she cowers and she's a coward. I'm applying for a job and the people of Arizona are the hiring manager and they are my boss. And I'm going to be here, much to the chagrin of some of you, not just four years as your governor, I'm going to be here eight years as your governor. So have fun and get used to it because we are going places and we're going to have the greatest state in the country. Thank you very
0: much. What a great answer. I mean, turns the tables all together. Arizona would, uh, would do well to elect Kerry Lake as their next governor. And I think we would all, as a nation, do well to have more leaders like that. In office, who are unashamed to fight back, fight back with grace, who are bold and of course, unashamed to call some of these folks out on their baloney. Kerry Lake, what an example. By the way, if you miss any of that or any of the things, I'll put things up later on today on my. Uh, show notes in uh, social media. You can follow me everywhere. F- Facebook, Twitter, oh, you name it. Instagram, all of those places. TikTok, Rumble, at Mr. Justin Barkley. You can find me there. Justin in for Glenn Beck today in the Glenn Beck program. And we've been talking about some of the this this just staggering things that we see throughout the nation. Does this result in a red wave? We've been hearing about that. We're seeing a red tsunami in the streets right now. What happened last night in Memphis is becoming the new normal. In fact, in Memphis, it was just days ago, just days ago that they had, in fact, seen another young mom and a teacher abducted early in the morning. She was out for her morning run. Abducted and killed. Then I saw yesterday, Fox had this story that there was another mom with a one year old who was abducted at a target. This story says apparently they tried, there were two individuals who abducted her at gunpoint, tried to take her to a bank, and I guess robbers, she was able to get out $800 out of the ATM or so. They took the money, then they left the mom, and the child, thank God she's okay. But there are four individuals that were killed yesterday during that violent rampage. This young man, the 19-year-old, on a violent rampage in Memphis, killed four. Those four dead, along with the mom who was abducted the other day, Because of these crazy, radical, extreme policies. The folks on the left keep pushing, defund the police, letting criminals out and not serving their time. Of course, they, you know, they think anyone who voted for someone else or maybe thinks a different way, those are the real threats in America, according to Biden and his. Blood red speech that he gave the other day. Not that, not the criminals who are getting out of jail. They're they're running around killing people. Four four dead, three injured. In what they're calling in Memphis a mobile mass murder. Streaming it all live on Facebook and a couple other different social media platforms. Apparently. Watching it all go down last night, I thought to myself, "You know, this is this is. How much more of this can people take?" In fact, there was a news reporter broke down in tears in Memphis last night, and she reported from the scene live on TV. <sighs> she just caught herself in a moment,
1: and I know.
2: Memphis is tired right now. Yeah, I'm good. I'm with you all. Memphis is tired right now. The Eliza Fletcher kidnapping and abduction and murder, the other crimes we've had this year leading up to this, it's difficult right now. Bear with me. It's a very nerve-wracking night.
0: And this isn't the only place. This is happening across the country. In Democrat states, in Democrat cities, you vote blue, this is what they do. I'm scared to come out of my home. Who wants to live like that? That was a quote from one woman in Philadelphia when she was interviewed the other day because of the violence that's occurring there. She doesn't want to leave her home. And who can blame her?
1: I'm scared to come out my home. We all are. When I come out, I have to look around. I'm noticing, like, if you hear loud noise, you start getting scared. Who wants to live like that? Amen.
0: These are Democrat policies, folks on the left, the radical extreme policies that it brought us to this place. Folks are waking up, but it is a rude awakening in a lot of places. I mentioned California earlier today as well. Same situation out west. Just days after they announced they're going to go all green with their electric vehicles out in California. Gruesome Newsome saying by 2035, you won't be able to buy a gas Guzzler, you'll have to buy a hybrid or an electric vehicle and plug in. Stays after they have these warnings of blackouts. (laughs) This is before everybody's plugged into the grid.
2: California is in the lead, can show the rest of the nation how it is done.
0: Warning just coming in from Cal ISO, who runs the power grid in the state. They say they expect demand for electricity to outpace supply tomorrow. And they say that means rolling blackouts are likely. Oh, so... Yeah, everybody's got to go plug in, but you know, just, just by the way. You can't even run your air conditioner, let alone plug your Tesla in at this point. And some of the most vulnerable are being hit the hardest. You know, Biden made the point of saying that when Trump was in office there was food lines. Can you believe it in a place like America? Food lines. It is dramatic over the top, talking about these food lines should never happen here. Come on, man. But get switch president is starting to collect food lines of his own. <sighs> and it turns out these are even worse than the pandemic. Don't take my word for it. That's a CBS report. You'll hear that and more. We'll continue down the list. Justin Barkley in today for Glenn Beck on the Glenn Beck Program. Now, real average, everyday folks, Americans are starting to really feel the pain. Everything's up the cast of gas to groceries. It's putting food on your table. I don't know what that's like for a lot of folks. They're really feeling it. Matter of fact, lines of desperation is what they're calling it. CBS did this report on food lines and how they're even longer than what they were during the pandemic.
1: This is a line of desperation. Drivers parked
2: along a busy Dallas road. They're waiting for food. This looks like what we saw a couple years ago. Unfortunately, it's worse than a couple of years ago. We are serving now at higher levels than we even did at the peak of the pandemic. Ugh. Trisha Cunningham of the North Texas Food Bank says every giveaway is just as busy. And we're we good. As people
1: say, they can't afford groceries. And it's just the basics. It's flour, sugar, eggs, milk. We don't buy cookies, cakes. We, we don't even have that luxury anymore. As inflation has grown, so has need. One in six Americans relied on food banks last year. That's 53 million people, compared to 40 million pre-pandemic. Cars were lined up for more than two hours before this giveaway even started.
2: Today, there is food for 400 families, but demand will likely exceed that.
0: It is incredible. It is another sign of the times. And folks, I'd buckle up, because I just don't know... Unless some things change rather quickly, I, I don't, I don't know if uh, we're going to be able to pull out of this death spiral that we're in. That's why these elections are so important, and in fact, they have consequences. Elections with shenanigans have even far greater consequences. Have you seen this video that's floating around right now? I, I, I mean, it's out of Michigan. You've seen the two thousand mules, and maybe you've watched some of the things that have been reported. But there is a new report out. In fact, this was a Gateway pundit and a group out of Michigan that did a uh, ah they did a they did a deep dive into some of the footage on the ballot boxes. We've got them all over the place here. I think, in fact, there are more here in 2022 than there were even in 2020. The group MC4EI, Michigan the Citizens for Election Integrity, uh, joining forces to take hours of video footage, thousands of hours, and condense them down to find what they, they claim looks to be footage of alleged ballot trafficking happening in Michigan. Now, I'm not talking about... You know, ballot harvesting, and some of which they say is is actually legal here. Well, you can deliver ballots if you're a a, a postman. You can deliver ballots to people that live in your in your home, but you get to a certain number of ballots and a certain number of these people coming together. Like in the first clip, thirteen minutes of this, a woman who dropped off a stack of about fifty ballots. Well, another woman who appears to be videotaping her, both wearing face masks and you have clip after clip after clip. There are about 20 some odd clips all in all. And I think the biggest issue is in Biden's America, you're not allowed to ask those questions. You're not allowed to ask why. In fact, there was a clip that was so incendiary, so crazy, so extreme, so radical, that we actually still don't have an answer to it. In Michigan, that of the Detroit area, earlier this year we had a, a video clip released of this woman who had brought ballots, a stack of them, to drop off in these drop boxes. And she gets up to the drop, I think she probably had a mask on the whole thing, she gets up to the drop box and she's about ready to drop them in and then it hits her. Wait, you almost forgot. She takes those ballots back to her car, which is in full view of the camera, gets in the passenger seat, and then begins to sign them. I mean, a stack of these things. She forgot to sign them. We still don't know who this woman was. We still have no idea what will become of this woman. We still have no clue. We have no answers. And we're just days away from another election. One thing I don't want to happen, because I believe this is part of what we're experiencing, part of the plan. So I don't want you to get discouraged. Good people are standing up, they're fighting back, they're doing all that they can do. And they can't do it all by themselves, but each of us together can do some heavy lifting to make a difference. In fact, I've heard there's like watch party set up where people are going to be, now they're, just, they're not going to be interfering, but they're just going to be watching and maybe videotaping hanging out around these drop boxes at all hours of the day and night as people begin to vote, and then the trafficking begins. If you've never seen the video, 13 minutes of it, I'll put it up on my social media so you can check it out. Again, I'm everywhere, Twitter, Facebook, all over those places, at Mr. Justin Barclay, B-A-R-C-L-A-Y, justinbarclay.com. 13 minutes, never seen before footage it's out of Detroit. And I would say, at the very least, it deserves some answers. We ought to be able to ask questions about that. Uh, speaking of answers, love to hear some of the answers as to why here in Michigan and throughout the country we're seeing some of the issues that we're seeing. American adults and their satisfaction with the K-12 through 12 public education at a 20-year low. I don't even have seen these stories. Some of the stories coming out of uh, the state and, of course, Michigan alone. I mean, our governor here, Whitmer, owns it. She's the one who shut the schools down. She's the one who scut the, shut the businesses down. And these kids are suffering. A majority of these third graders failed their reading tests so poorly, so badly, that they, they may have to repeat their grade. We'll talk to the mom on the mission, the one who wants to replace Governor Whitmer. Tudor Dixon joins us next here from the great state of Michigan. I'm broadcasting from WOOD Radio today on Grand Rapids. Justin Barkley in for Glenn Beck today on the Glenn Beck Program. We're back with her after this. The Glenn Beck Program. Welcome back in. News Radio with 1300 and 1069 FM. It's the station where I'm broadcasting to you from today in West Michigan. It's Grand Rapids. Beautiful day here. It's bright and sunny. And one of the things that we've been paying attention to here is fall starts to shift our guess. Yeah, the the, the temperatures are getting a little bit cooler. <laughs> We're not looking forward to the S word. And no, I won't say it. No, it's not school either. No, we're already back in school. But I know parents in Michigan, I've really been thinking about this, especially over the last couple of years. Boy, they have been paying close attention to everything that their kids have had to go through. In fact, school shut down so bad in so many different ways, they're feeling the pain. Third graders might have to be even forced to repeat a grade because their reading scores are so bad. And our current governor, Governor Whitmer, owns that. Taking her to task on that and talking about how we can turn Michigan around in so many different ways. But, you know, really, it's talking about how we turn this nation around. Tudor Dixon joins us right now on the Glenback program. Justin Barkley today in for Glenn. Good morning, Tudor. How are you?
2: Great. How are you? Thank you for having me. And I don't think that snow is a dirty word, just so you know.
0: <laughs> no, I don't either. Not until about... January 15th. I love it until about January 15th. And then I just, I want some of the, uh, another S word, which is son. Uh, but yeah, you know, <laughs> listen, I, I know that parents are, are, I mean, you've heard the stories over and over again as, as, as a mom yourself. You've seen this. I just saw a story today. American adults satisfaction with K through 12 public education in a 20 year low. There's so many different reasons for that, but our kids are getting left behind.
2: It's devastating, and you'll hear the Democrats going after Republicans across the country saying that Republicans want to destroy public ed. No, we want public ed to work. We want our children to... There'd be no wrong path for our kids. We want our children to be thriving in education, being able to have a future. But you... There's something key here that we don't talk about enough, and that is that you can predict your prison population based on your literacy rates. And what Gretchen Whitmer has on her hands right now is devastating for the state of Michigan, because she has proven that she's not going to come in and help these students. Let's not forget that she was given the opportunity to get reading scholarships out there, to get these kids back on track. And she pretty much said, I don't want the parents to have that much control. And so now we're in a situation where we have these devastating results that are coming out of our schools and still no help in the classroom, no assistance to get them back on track.
0: Yeah, it's it's very sad. And in fact, in some ways, we know that the teachers in some of these schools, even covertly, we know we have many good teachers in a lot of these schools and folks that are well-meaning, but we have some that are really kind of underneath the radar trying to, instead of educate, indoctrinate. In fact, the Daily Caller has a story today. Michigan Department of Education trains teachers to hide students' names and pronouns from parents. Parents have got to be involved in their children's lives, whether it's education or any other things. And taking parents away or out of out of the, uh, the realm of what's happening in their kids' lives is just a recipe for disaster.
2: Look, I have teachers who are saying to me, we're leaving public ed because we're being told to do this, and we're parents ourselves. We would never want the teacher hiding something from me, so, so so the parents understand what this is. We have this training that we're seeing coming out from the Michigan Department of Education that is telling teachers, when the students come in this year, talk to them about what their pronouns are. Let them choose whatever pronouns they want to choose. Let them choose whatever their identity is, whether they want to change their name and have a different name at school. And we will lie to mom and dad and not let them know that this is what's happening in the classroom. And, you know, these are very moldable ages. These kids are... are, very easily influenced at these ages. So how do they even know that this isn't what they're being asked to do? You know, this is very confusing. This is very manipulative and it's just out and out wrong. Why would I ever trust somebody to change my child's identity and lie to me about it? Why would I trust that I can send my child to a school that they're protected and I will know what's going on. I mean, at that point you could have bullying, you could have anything in the school is like, well, we're going to protect that student. So we won't tell anybody what's going on. When you get to a culture of lying to parents, it makes parents very concerned about where they're sending their child for eight hours out of the day. On top of that, the, the issues that this is causing amongst children is just devastating. But why are we so anxious to cut parents out of the classroom? This is what we're seeing the de- Democrats doing. This is why we fight. This is why Republicans are coming in and saying, you are not cutting me out as a mom. You are not cutting dad out of this child's life during school. And you're not going to have an alternative universe in the classroom. And honestly, when you talk about great teachers out there, absolutely. We have so many teachers that are saying, this isn't right. This is not school. This is not what teaching is about. Things are changing and we're not we're not in it for this. We're in it to teach the kids and give them true paths toward a career in life, toward a future in life.
0: You know, it's not just here in Michigan, in fact it's all across the the uh, the nation. Tudor Dixon joins us right now. She's running to become the next governor here in Michigan and one of the things I've uh, noticed and in, in back in in Virginia. In fact, they're one of the shining examples here of of how you can take you know a, a state and turn it around. Governor Yunkin, who was is actually in in Michigan just the other day, uh, stumping with you to to talk about how to to turn things around. They went through something very similar. Uh, they had a very uh, very bad situation with uh, some of the uh, the issues that they faced. Um, during that particular election, we're seeing that here. We have a, a an attorney general here in Michigan that has said, "Oh, I was just joking," but she wants a drag queen in every classroom. And these are just uh, uh, I mean, these just aren't laughing matters, are they?
2: They're not. It's not funny. It's not funny when we're talking about the problems that we have in the education system in the state of Michigan and having your attorney general make jokes like that. And when that happened, the legislature got together and said, well, we're going to present a bill and we want you to be involved. They asked me to be involved to present present a bill that would ban drag queens in our schools. And then you have the left immediately say, this is ridiculous. Have you ever seen this happen? And we just were very clear with them. You know what? We're not we're not going to consider these jokes anymore. Typically, this is a testing ground, and then you move to the next level. So no skin off our back if if we go in and we say, we're going to prevent this from ever happening again. We're just going to take a couple hours to write the bill, make sure that our kids are protected. And you see this across the country. You see this with With Governor DeSantis going in the the Parents' Rights and Education Act. That's something we want to see in the state of Michigan because there's no reason to have sexual discussions before fifth grade. There's no reason to have this over sexualization. There's no reason to have these pornographic books in our elementary school classrooms. These things all have to, we we have to protect our kids. And that means that, you know, no matter what industry you're in, you're going to find someone who's pushing limits or trying to do something wrong we have to focus on the fact that we have the best people in education and they're protecting our kids and we're going to make sure that happens in the state of michigan
0: Tudor dixon's with us right now running for governor in michigan one of the things we've seen tutor across the country in fact last night in memphis another example of crime in some of these blue areas uh, these folks who let out in memphis criminals who should have been in prison Instead, out-committing crime, we're seeing the very same situation here in Michigan. Murders up 30%. Uh, motor vehicle thefts up almost 21%. Carjackings up a staggering 764%. Crime is a big issue for Americans, specifically folks here in Michigan as well. We're talking about a return to reason, a, a turn to a return to sanity, stopping some of this madness. What will you do to, to be... Tough on crime and actually lock the criminals up.
2: Right. Well, let's remember. During the pandemic, when nobody was allowed to go outside, Gretchen Whitmer went out and marched arm in arm with folks that were holding up defund the police signs. And so that culture became widely accepted. Okay, the chief executive of the state believes in defunding the police. This is a huge problem because the police officers are now undergoing ambush. And when they go to places, they're they're being ambushed. We lost a police officer a day in Detroit. This In the last year, we've lost a police officer a day. That's where we are because the police do not feel supported and we don't have enough people on the police force. So we have to get creative about not only supporting our police, but how do we get police here? make sure that they feel that they are being paid fairly, and they are also being taken care of when they are retiring. This is something that we have to look at closely. What are the creative ways to make sure that our police force is supported and we are bringing people into the state? But you talk about Memphis. I believe it was just last night that in Detroit we had a delivery driver who was called to a fake delivery, shot and killed. This is a situation that has now happened several times in the state of Michigan. So we're losing our police force. We already are struggling with a workforce. Who would, who would want to do that job if that's what the next level of crime is in the state of Michigan? But you see carjackings up 700 percent. You see violent crime up everything. Crime in Michigan is up overall. Nationwide, we're about 4 percent. In Michigan, it's over 8 percent. That's how, how significant the crime problem is in the state, and this is not a focus for her. I've been told multiple times that our former governors were always asking for crime stats, crime reports every couple weeks, every month. This is not something, from my understanding, that has been requested by this governor, but clearly she's not focused on making sure she's tough on crime. In fact, we have plenty of prosecutors in the state that are letting people out exactly the situation we just saw in Memphis where it was, boy, this this guy really should have served his whole sentence, and he was let out, and now we have a terrible situation that's occurred.
0: Yeah, four people would be alive today, um, and unfortunately they're not because of these policies. One other thing I want to ask you is particularly a crime. We have an attorney general here who wants to investigate her opponents, but apparently will not look into uh the governor and her issues when it comes to nursing home deaths we now hear about this report state of michigan withholding a detailed report on the pandemic response they went to a third party company and and from all reports that we're hearing it's not a good report it it shows many of the cracks through the 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 policies the last couple of years with uh, with whitmer and and the rest of the uh the response should they release this report
2: This is a governor who, let me remind you, ran on transparency. I mean, that's what she said. The whole Sunshine Plan, you're going to know everything that's going on. And yet here she is hiding her most deadly policy. And it was clearly a political decision. We know that the Nursing Home Association went to her and said, whatever you do, please, please do not send COVID positive patients into nursing homes. She continued to do it. We saw Governor Cuomo back off of this after all of those people died in New York said, you know what, this is a mistake, we're going to move into a different program now, Gretchen Whitmer doubled down. This report, I guarantee you, is devastating. Absolutely, we deserve to see what's in this report because people were begging her to stop. People were begging her to let them see their loved ones. We had a situation where we had the matriarchs and patriarchs of our families dying alone because her policies were so cool. And now we're asking, what did actually happen? We want a postmortem of what actually went on with these folks that, that died these deaths alone and she wants to hide it? Of course she wants to hide it. There's an election coming up, and her policies have been deadly, and they've been they've been expensive. We t- we're talking about crushing blow to people's wallets, crushing blow to their families, crushing blow to the education of their children, and ultimately death in many cases. This should be reported, it should be investigated, and the Attorney General, it should be held to account because she is the one who is saying, we want to investigate everybody but ourselves. We will never look internally and see what we actually did.
0: Tudor Dixon running for governor here in Michigan. And of course, talking about some of the same issues we see in Democrat states and blue areas all across the country. Uh, Tudor Dixon, thank you so much for joining us. If folks want to find out more, they can go to TudorDixon.com. Anything else you'd like to add before we uh, let you go?
2: Yeah, like you said, please check out our website, TudorDixon.com. Thank you so much for having me on. It's important that we bring this state back, and we will have a family-friendly Michigan again. We have to make sure she does not have four more years.
0: Tudor Dixon, thank you, Ms. Dixon. I appreciate it. Uh, God bless. Folks are fighting back, and I know she's, she's just another situation of an average everyday person, a mom who said, I've got to stand up and do something different, and she's stepping into the fight. We all have the ability to do that. Uh, by the way, I want to thank you for being here with us today. Got to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll wrap this, uh, this hour up and, of course, uh, tell you more about ways that you can help and how you can stay in touch, how you can get some, maybe some of the stories that we talked about today. We'll give you a shot at that coming up after this. Justin Barkley and for Glenn Beck today on the Glenn Beck Program. Glenn Beck. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. Well, I have truly enjoyed it today. What an honor and, and, uh, and a privilege to be here with you again, and for Glenn today on the Glenn Beck Program. I uh, want to say thank you, and, uh, of course, we'll let you know if anything that we talked about today, stories, videos, links to the things, including that 13-minute video of the, the alleged ballot trafficking happening in Michigan. I've posted all that up on a section I call the stack on my website at justinbarclay.com, B-A-R-C-L-A-Y, and I'll also include this video, high school athlete, six feet of blood clots removed from his legs ending his football career and doctors are confounded they can't figure out why
2: Um, his dad took him to the emergency room he was having severe pain in his back and legs
1: i was a bit confused i didn't know really what was happening and he just told me that he was just wasn't feeling
0: good the night before Wasian's first team practice, junior Caden Clymer unexpectedly had to be taken to Toledo Children's Hospital. It's a mystery, folks. One you probably haven't heard on the news. You ought to take a look at it. Make it a great day, folks. God bless. This is the Glenn Back Program.